Hey guys, before we start this episode, I wanted to talk to you about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing line that proceeds of the shirts and tanks and everything else goes to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. So um, this all came about with me and seeing a five-year-old girl in the emergency department uh, that had a new onset of diabetes. So uh, just take a look at the website. It's www type1lifting.com so just check it out if you don't buy anything that's perfectly fine uh, I would just like for you just to take a look and just see what we have so like I said before www.type1lifting.com and guys I hope you enjoy the show What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Liftoff. Thank you for tuning in. So today I got a lot to talk about uh, for this week's podcast. So um, this week for my training-wise, um, I follow Comp Train. So we just did a deload week, which is, you know, which is perfectly fine because uh, I kind of tweaked my back at a trampoline park, you know, playing with my kids. And, you know, I was acting like a kid as well. And being a 40-year-old man, 41-year-old man uh, doesn't really, you know, bode well with jumping super, super high on these trampolines and trying to stop. So, uh, you know, tweet me back a little bit. It's okay. Just kind of nursed it a little bit this week. And hopefully uh, once Monday kicks around, I can start back up again, you know, going full force. So we'll see what happens. But also, um, I am working from home again. So uh, when COVID was like really, really rampant, um, you know, they had us working from home pretty much all the way from believe February to August. And so uh, we had a little scare in our office. And so I told myself, I'm not risking it. It's not worth it. Uh, I haven't gotten COVID yet, knock on wood, but um, we had a little scared. So I decided that, um, and I told my company that I want to work from home again, which they would, they let me because of me being a diabetic. That's one of the top things um, on the list for, you know, people that are in danger with COVID. So uh, I'm actually working in my basement where I work out. I have a little desk propped up and a computer and an awful chair, which um, I, I I definitely need to look into getting a different chair that actually leans back or something. But I actually did, um, I have this little island that I'm, I put on the uh, running machine and I put my computer on it. And so uh, right where the arm handles are, and I just, you know, start doing my work on that while I'm working, walking on the treadmill. So um, it has helped me out, and also I've been doing some other little exercises while I'm taking a little breather since I'm down in the basement. Might as well, you know, get the most of this base, uh, gym basement, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but some really big news uh, in the CrossFit space. So Eric Rosa was on Talking Elite Fitness podcast i believe it was last week and uh, great episode if you haven't heard that yet um i highly recommend listening to it so he talks about you know crossfit how he got it and what he's learning and pretty much what he plans on moving forward so um the interesting thing that i heard from him was he wants to have five hundred thousand people uh, do the open. I believe he said by next year, don't quote me on that, but I thought that was super interesting where you had, I believe it was 300,000 people, uh, 
in 2018 and then 2019 it went back to a drop down to i believe it was like 230 because a lot of people were burnt out from literally doing the open you know the year before and they had a couple of months until they had to do it over again so um i thought that was really interesting and also he's adding in a an adaptive athlete section for the open which i thought was pretty cool so because they didn't never had that before and doing that you know, brings in more people to the CrossFit community and, you know, get, get getting them in the open, getting them involved, which I think it was super cool. And also he did mention uh, an online CrossFit level one certification, which I think is huge. Granted, in-person is a lot better. I actually do a lot better in-person uh, learning than on the computer, but I think this is great, especially during the cold COVID thing that no one really can go out and actually do the CrossFit level one because of like restrictions state by state. But I think online is great. Um, I think it can be equal to the in-person level one, but some people may not think that, but you know, you're learning the same thing. And if you've been doing this, if you've been doing CrossFit for a long period of time and actually, you know, listening to podcasts, reading, studying, and just like understanding more, of the functional fitness and fitness realm, I think I think that certification is perfectly fine. Um, and then the big news that dropped, um, I believe it was a couple days ago, Ben Bergeron put a picture of Brooke Wells on his Instagram page, saying that she is not he is not coaching Brooke Wells anymore, and she's moving on to another company, um, another someone else to coach her, which I thought was super interesting because this is the highest. Uh, you know, position that she's got, and she placed fifth. Uh, granted, because she had a bunch of hiccups that did happen during the during the games, but this is the highest she's ever been in CrossFit. And I do comp train. I love it. I think it's a great program to do. Um, you know, you have some short, shortened, you know, workouts, or you can do a little bit longer. Uh, but I thought it was interesting. I'm kind of curious of where she's gonna go. So she lives in that, like a little south of Nashville, and. There's a couple other guys, uh, uh, Will Morad, and I believe there was another guy. I forget his name, but um, they train in the same gym in Nashville. So I think he, she might be jumping over to training with them, or you know, Brony's Mayhem team is. I believe it's like two hours away from where she is now. So she may jump over to there, but we'll we'll see what happens. I'm kind of curious. To see where she's gonna have, she was she's gonna um, be coached by. Uh, you know, Chief O'Keefe hasn't said anything. He's kind of keeping his mouth shut because personally, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It's it's really not his place to let the world know where she's gonna train at. So, yeah, super interesting, and we'll see what happens. Uh, I love to hear you guys' comments on that too. So. Uh, where do you think she might go, which would be super interesting. So, um, and also in February, the CrossFit Open is almost coming around the corner. So um, I hope you guys are ready. There's um, some programming that's starting right. They're starting their cycle right at the time of when, when their cycle is going to be over, right at the time when the Open starts. Um, the Misfit, pro, Misfit programming, they just started a new cycle which they even said on their podcast is leading into the open. 
Uh, I've done Misfit for a couple of years before Comp Train. Uh, the reason why I am not doing Misfit anymore is because they wanted to, um, there was like a, you know, I, I was being cheap. There's a $10 a month. Um, I think it's up to $12 now a month for their a membership just to keep on with their programming. Uh, I'm really considering starting back up again with that, but we'll see what happens. Uh, and also the other programming I've, I do, I follow right now is comp train. So we just finished our deload week this week and I believe next week and the rest of the time is going to ramp up into the open as well. I, I don't know uh, the rest of the program because the online app doesn't go, I, I can't see what's ahead. It's so I'm kind of curious if they're actually going to do another deload week before the open or just keep it going all the way to the open. So we'll, see what happens but i'm kind of interesting interested in this but i may go over to misfit just you know to start that cycle but we'll see what happens i'm kind of up in the air I'm, i have a training partner i work out with and we're kind of in the talks of you know should we keep on doing comp train or should we stick with the misfit athletics uh programming but we'll see what happens so uh the last thing i want to talk about is obviously thanksgiving is this this thursday um, there are three things that I am really grateful for. Um, the first thing I am grateful for the opportunity to give you guys, you know, great, hopefully that you think a great guest and learning about diabetes and fitness and how both of them, you know, work with each other, not really work with each other, but you know, what other people feel when they get highs and lows or how they train and, you know, all that with diabetes. And just so you guys get to know, you know, what it's like being a diabetic. Uh, the second thing is I'm grateful for, um, I am grateful for the amount of people that actually cheer me on. And I'm grateful that I've actually hit, um, my PRs on my list, like the 315 clean and jerk, and I believe that I almost hit the, the 235 snatch. It was close, but, um, you know, I'm grateful for the, you know, the support that I've gotten through that. And I'm also grateful for my family. Um, you know, my hope, my wife, my kids, they go through a lot with me being a diabetic from, you know, me getting lows or highs. I have to take a break. I have to do this. And, you know, I, I see, you know, my wife, my wife's face when she gets a little bit disappointed and I understand too, but I, I can't help it sometimes, but you know, they understand what's going on and, you know, they actually do support me, which I really do appreciate it. And, and my, my family back up in Massachusetts as well. I'm thankful for them. They're always, you know, talk to me and see how I'm doing granted. Cause I haven't really seen them that much. And I, we're my wife and I, actually my whole family and I were planning to go up to Massachusetts to see, you know, my mom and dad and, and you know, my siblings, but obviously COVID hit and I haven't had the chance to do it. So, um, those are three of the things I'm grateful for. I have a whole bunch more, but you know, I, you probably don't want to hear all, all of it. So, but, uh, once again, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. Um, I forgot to do the listener questions last week. I do this week. I do apologize, but I will be more. Um, I'll be I'll be posting more on social media just for questions for the show and give you guys 
my thoughts or might be my two cents or I'll just do a little bit of research as well because obviously I don't want to give you guys the uh, wrong information and um, we'll see what happens. So uh, be on the lookout for the listener questions and um, I hope you guys have a great turkey day. Hopefully your sugars won't, you know, go up like crazy, but um, just be thankful that you're breathing, you have family members that are safe, and um, yeah, enjoy that turkey, all right? All right, I'll talk to you guys later.